Hello, everyone. It is my privilege to share with you a little bit about my journey today. The topic today is recognizing our identity and our mission. I remember last year I had a chance to speak to a class of business school students, and to my surprise, the professor introduced me as a serial entrepreneur. It was the first time I heard about that, and then I start to recognize that that maybe that's what I need to accept as a life path of mine. My story started many years ago, uh, when I was as young as many of you listening, uh, studying at Tyndale Seminary, and was formerly known Ontario Theological Seminary. That was the time that I just graduated from a design school called OCA, and now it's called OCATU in Toronto. I came to Tyndale because I want to understand Scripture better, and I want to prepare myself to serve God. In the early day of my studies, um, I think I was young and arrogant. I was here, and then I asked God. God, this is great. I am in your seminary, and I'm here. Why don't you just call me to be a pastoral road right here? I think I was not prompted by the Spirit. It was really just from my fleshly logic. Um, God was silent. He silent for a long while, and I pray. And pray, and he was silent. But later on, the prompted by spirit, God reminded me that I already asked that questions, and He already answered me. It was in my high school years that I I heard that He wanted me to be a designer, and asked to be one of the. Uh, designer of God, because I felt that the church future really need designs, and God really answered my prayer at the time and told me to a journey of seven total of seven years of design studies in two different design schools, and God already answered me. So the question I asked myself later on is, why did I even ask God to call me into a pastoral road? Did I think that uh, is a better path for doing kingdom's work? When it was clear that God called me out into the marketplace, as a designer, instead of calling me in for the pastoral ministry, to be honest, at that time, I was a little disappointed. After I entered into the workforce as a practicing designer, and continued to serve in church in different capacity as a lay leader, I saw how I could apply my faith in my vocation, and how my work experience could enhance my service at church. In God's kingdom. Doing God's ministry and help uphold His truth—it's just not the job of church leaders and pastors.
I was enlightened when I come across the story of Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 19, and then in reference in Romans 11, when Elijah was tired and he cried out to God that he was the only one left doing God's work. He literally said that. But God answered him kindly that he had reserved for himself, quote-unquote, 7,000 who have not bowed to the need to bail. It dawned on me that there were 7,000 individuals that outside of Elijah's immediate circles, they remained faithful to the identity as God's servant. And they were, in fact, Elijah's co-laborer in doing God's work. These 7,000 were not necessary prophets. They're not pastor of today, but they probably working in different sphere of the society, and they, in God's eye, they were equally important to carry out God's work in whatever capacity that they were trained to do. So could a designer be as important as a pastor or prophet in fulfilling God's calling? After my Tyndale days, I worked for several design firms before establishing my own firm. My design focused the transitions many times from being a graphic designer to a communication designer to a brand designer, experienced designer, design thinker. And now my business focus is the consulting uh, on digital transformation. But you know what? The trajectory of my work has shaped my thinking as a designer, as a businessman, and also a problem solver. That prepared me to establish the Tyndale Center for Redemptive Entrepreneurship today. Our goal here is to create a movement to equip Christian entrepreneurs as a cultural shaping catalyst in advancing their redemptive ventures. We talk about Elijah being so important as uh, in God's kingdom advancing gospels. But there are other people in the Bible that is also very important for us to, uh, to recognize, um, to identify with. So let me just share three others' character in the Bible that could help us identify our role and our mission. One, Joshua, uh, Joseph, sorry. Joseph was a faithful, God-honoring workers in Egypt. But his life was characterized by betrayal, slavery, injustice. He actually represents many of the workers in everyday work today. Dr. Paul Stevens described Joshua's, uh, Joseph's vocation in a secular situation is like a, in a full-time ministry without a specific existential call of God. But yet, 
eventually he's truly living out his calling. Do you feel that you cannot fully manage your vocation sometimes? Have you ever asked how long you would need to wait before you can see the clarity of God's calling? I certainly have that experience myself. And in, in Joseph, in the life of Joseph, can be a good reminder that waiting sometimes is a very much a part of our faith journey. And we learn to discern and develop characters while we wait. The second character that I want to uh, look at is Daniel. Daniel in Babylon, he's the second in command. Daniel's vocation comes with a powerful authority, but under the public eyes of a pagan culture with hostile environment. Daniel managed to walk in this tight rope of partial cultural assimilations without religious and uh, moral compromise. Do you feel that there's a little hope to find good questions in some industries, sectors, environments, or even country? We lost hope in some of those. But these places may be corrupt, ungodly, materialistic, power-hungry, and filled with darkness. But God called people like Daniel to be the lamppost of his time, to be the light and salt where he was in all circumstances. Do you see the possibility of you, maybe, carry out God's missions in your life in a similar way? The third person that we can identify with is Nehemiah. Nehemiah is unique. He is an entrepreneurial builder in Jerusalem. He ventures into rebuilding Jerusalem's wall in order to restore the safety of the remnant in a broken city. Let me ask a question to all of us. Have you seen a problem that you deeply care about in your community? Do you have an idea of how you might solve these problems? The last question is, do you think that God is calling you to act on these ideas? For me, I personally identify with Nehemiah a lot. God drew my attention to some of the particular problems that I saw. Some years ago, I met a friend. Let's call him Dave. Dave was 27 years old when my wife and I met him. We learned that he has been homeless on the street for over 20 years. As my wife and I befriend with him, we learn more about the homelessness. We learn to care about him and start to see the multifaceted challenges that he, hold, he had to face in building a healthy, sustainable, flourishing life. It is not easy. And unfortunately, there are many Dave out there. So I ask, how can we help people in need from getting into the state of homelessness? 
instead of just trying to find a way to rescue them. We learned that approximately 25% of the homeless have criminal record. Former offenders typically have very difficult to find employments. Uh, you will find most of the case, their success rate is less than 5%. At that time, um, God gave me a chance to partner with a halfway house organization. We create a new approach to solve that employment challenge with a new coffee business model. We create a unique coffee brand, a business model, a two-way employment education program. And the program actually was successful that we were able to elevate the rate from less than 5% to 64% in, the, in one year. Corrections Canada was excited and they recognized the success and shared the story across the sector in the country. In conclusion, there are many reasons for people to have a barrier to employment. Those situations could lead them being homeless. For example, mental health issues, physical challenges, record of offense, or newcomers adjusting to the new environment. All of these are part of the problems. Two years later, I partnered with another group of friends with complementary expertise. We started a recycling company to create a jobs, to create jobs to these group, broader group of people. Why we are targeting to divert the 2.26 billions of VHS tapes in Ontario and millions of child safety car seats from going into the landfill. That's a lot. But once we started the project, we learned that Ontario is not the, is not the only one has these environmental problems. There are no recycling program of VHS tapes in the entire world. And there is no government-sponsored child car seat recycling program in North America. So our program, our company, became an inspiration to many like-minded people. Let's think back from God's kingdom point of view. We learned that church is called to serve our community to serve the world. But we don't usually see Christians are also called to solve the problem of God's world that God cared about. God's redemptive plan is not only cover the great commissions and his great commandment alone. His call also includes the original creation mandate. Remember the moment that he created humankind with the responsibility of feeling, subduing, and do dominion over the earth. God demonstrated how he did it as a redemptive entrepreneurial spirit. He created, he sustained, and he prepared to restore the brokenness of this world through sacrifice. 
God has compassions for people with brokenness of all kinds, as well as ecological threat that we face today. He wants us to co-create with him to redeem, restore, and rebuild what is missing. In co-creating with God, which character would you identify with living out your mission? Would that be Elijah, the prophetic voice of his contemporary world, and invite people to give allegiance to the true God? Or you identify with Joseph, who stand firm on honoring God, even when there is no explicit calling? What about Daniel? who choose to remain faithful to God and God alone against all threats. Finally, maybe identify with Nehemiah, the builder who act on his lament prayerfully and God fulfill his plan. Hello, my name is Philip Yan. I'm a builder in God's kingdom. Who do you identify yourself with?